Greetings, my name's Rick and welcome to all the audio coverage from a blog to watch for everything that's going on in and around Watches and Wonders, Time to Watches and all the other brands that are just pitching up in hotels in Geneva to speak to us about their watches. We have interviews galore for you, so hopefully you're going to enjoy the one that's just about to pop up and if you do, then subscribe to everything else on the Spending Time channel and search for a blog to watch weekly on your podcaster for all the news and reviews of the watches that you're about to hear about in these interviews. Enjoy. Well, we welcome to the show a very special man, a man I'm very pleased to make his acquaintance because for the last two years running, I had tipped in the kind of a blog to watch sweepstake that this particular brand would have the best in show and it managed it last year in my opinion and i think from what i've already seen it's going to manage to have the best in show this year as well so i welcome to the show carl friedrich schaufler whose name i have hopefully pronounced expertly seeing as we've just spent five minutes teaching me how to say it carl friedrich how are you i'm very well rick thank you for welcoming me to to your show and um uh, it's one way, one week away from Watches and Wonders, so uh, pressure is building up. I am seeing in your background the age-old sign of keep calm and carry on. Is it feeling a bit like that at the moment? Are you are you keeping calm? Um, I'm trying to keep calm, yes, at all times. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. So you are bringing four magnificent timepieces to Watches and Wonders and a special announcement about the Alpine Eagle Foundation. So let's start with one of my favourite watches, which I think often just because of the success of the Alpine Eagle does get not pushed to the side because I know it's one of your favourites and I think this is the 36th iteration for the competition and this is the Mili Miglia Classic Chronograph. So this year's design for this year's race, which I know you take part in, what I don't know is how well do you do in the race? Well, uh, Reese, uh, last year, unfortunately, our car broke down, so we oh dear. we didn't get very far. We was overheating. It was actually a very hot. Uh, we had a very hot weather. Uh, the Millimilia, what you're talking about, is is indeed something very important because uh, we completely uh, reworked the um, classic Millimilia. So the watch uh, has a totally new case, a very elegant sporty case which um, with very nice brushed and polished surfaces soldered on lugs and um, the the case itself is is really worth uh, to take a a very close look because it's very detailed we reworked the dials and there will be uh, we'll be coming out with three different colors along with a black the classic black dial so i think this is a it's probably my favorite millimedia. I spent a lot of time working on that watch and um, I'm looking forward to the launch. Yes, I can tell that the millimedia is a, a passion project for yourself personally. And in a world that is full of people trying to sell chronographs, it really is one that for my money stands out head and shoulders above the rest. So when can we expect to actually see this in stores and authorized dealers? Is it going to be immediately available or will it be in the run-up to the race? It will be just around the, the race time, uh, which will be in June, the second part of June. Uh, for the first time last year, the Milimedia took place in June, not in May. And so we'll make it coincide with the Milimedia. 
Hence the overheating last time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then we we took apart uh, the engine, and uh, hopefully this time we'll we'll get through without any problems. So you're taking the same car you took last year. Yeah, we'll take the same car. I want I want to reach the <laughs> reach the end <laughs> of the millimedia again with that car. Yes. Uh, what car was it? If you don't mind me asking, it was a Galwing Mercedes. Oh, very nice. If you're going to complete a race in a classic car, they don't get much more classic than that. So, uh, yeah, all the best in this year's event in June. Now, a watch range that the brand has just exploded with in recent years has been all things Alpine Eagle. And there are two different versions of the Alpine Eagle that are landing at Watches and Wonders this year. I think we will start with the Alpine Eagle 41 XPS. So tell us about the XPS. What does the XPS stand for? Uh, the XP stands for extra, extra plat, meaning extra thin. And the S stands for second, uh, because the watch, the, the watch has a small second. And in fact, it's the, the thinnest Alpine Eagle so far. Um, and what is interesting, it, it features the original, uh, the very first LUC movement, the 196. Right. Which came out uh, yeah, a bit more than 25 years ago now. You know, it's the first movement that our manufacturer presented with a, a double barrel, uh, twin barrels on top, on top of each other, micro rotor. It's a very uh, sophisticated, thin movement. Uh, Geneva seal and the chronometer certifi certification. So you'll find a very uh, sophisticated movement in in a sporty case uh, of the Alpine Eagle, which is a I think a, a very interesting combination. And um, to round things up, there is a salmon-colored uh, dial. As a Scotsman, I always like it when there's salmon-coloured dials. It's very, <laughs> salmon's very important to us. And it's very important that you yeah. call it salmon-coloured and not something else. It's yeah. definitely salmon-coloured. That's fine. Right. So this is, uh, in total, the thickness of this watch is 8 millimetres. Is that correct? Yes. So it will wear super thin. And is it a slightly adapted bracelet then that's on this new iteration of the Alpine Eagle? Yes, the bracelet uh, has had to be adapted to this particular case. So uh, you're really looking at a very special watch, which not many will be produced because we are limited in terms of the movement capacity production. There's a lot of hand finish on this movement to reach the certification of Sigini Vasil. As you know, it's very, it's very special. We only a few people have seen this watch so far and everyone was blown away. So it's, it's very, it's very interesting. Yes. I'm inclined to agree with their analysis. It looks absolutely spectacular. So we can expect this, I think, to be a significant seller, despite the fact you're only going to be able to produce them in limited numbers. When can we see them first in the authorised dealers? This will probably be uh, September. September time. Yes. Great. Very much like the bracelet does look really spectacular. It has polished centres with brushed overall the, the bracelet of the alpine eagle is uh is a very complicated bracelet to produce takes hours of brush uh, polishing and brushing and it's um to, to get this effect is, is extremely um it takes a lot of handwork 
Yeah, I mean, it's a true sports watch, this. You know, spectacular looking, yes. but rugged, 100 metres water resistant. But it's going to disappear on the wrist at only 8 mils thick. And I do like a good micro-rotor, it has to be said. And with 65 hours of power reserve, it is going to last you a long time just being taken on and off. So that's the first thing from the Alpine Eagle collection. The second thing is the Alpine Eagle Cadence 8HF. So what's 8HF in the context of this Alpine Eagle? 8HF means uh, high frequency, 8 hertz. So this is quite something quite special in terms of the frequency of this watch. Tell us why you developed this for the Alpine Eagle and just some of the challenges that were involved in getting it to work. Well, going back in time, just for the, for the very quick for the story of this uh, movement, the high frequency movement was born because I wanted to build a movement that is less vulnerable to, to shocks and getting back to, to normal beats quicker. And, and the only way to do that is to step up the frequency from what is usually in our case, four Hertz to eight. And the first watch to be equipped with uh, this movement in a very small number was uh, uh, what is today a very rare LUC watch. Shortly after we presented the Alpine Eagle, uh, we decided to incorporate one of these movements in an Alpine Eagle limited edition, which was 250 pieces. A case and bracelet of this watch are titanium. So the first series was sold out very quickly. In fact, uh, a lot of regrets, uh, a lot of frustration uh, was was also the result for, for those who couldn't find one. So we decided to, to launch this series now, this time with a black dial, pitch black dial, an orange colored second hand. And basically, uh, again, the high frequency movement of which we, we are not able to produce many because while the movement uh, runs extremely well when it's regulated, but to regulate this movement to COSC certifications is, is, a, is quite a job for the watchmakers. That's one of my favorite watches right now because I think it, it really, it's really what you need to have in a, in a sporty watch. And also the lightness of the, of the whole watch and case is, is quite, quite astonishing. Is this then high frequency movement going to be a thing that you're going to carry forwards into the future? Is this a is this a new standard from Chopard? Well, as always, you have uh, you you have to have dreams. <laughs> and one of my <laughs> dreams is definitely to expand and and to put these movements in more of the Alpine Eagle watches. But right now, we are limited by uh, production capacity, which which is running, uh, I don't know, about 150, 200 pieces a year. But uh, we're working on, on plans to expand the production of this movement because I think it's the perfect, it really makes sense in a, in a sporty watch. Yes, absolutely. No, no, it is a gorgeous looking uh, watch. Very much look forward to seeing it. And the extra color, the extra pop of color on it really does make it, especially against the black. Now, finally, from the world of the watch releases we have something from luc and this is the luc 1860 the 1860 in stainless steel 
one of the announcements we'll, we'll be making uh, at Watches and Wonders is that we will be using the same stainless steel as we use for the Alpine Eagle, which is a recycled steel. And it's one of the few uh, LUC watches that were ever made in steel. Again, this watch carries the uh, emblematic and iconic 196 movement, which really kicked off our uh, manufacture uh, adventure basically 25 years ago. And it, it for me, it's it's a reminiscence and it's uh, there are a lot of sentiments involved in this watch. And, and we have seen that the 1860 um, has become a, a really sought after collector's item. But most of them, or I mean, all of them were, were made either in gold, different color gold or, or uh, platinum. But this is the first time you'll find one uh, made of steel. Excellent. No, a lovely looking piece. Again, like all the rest from Chopard, particularly excited to see this amongst all the other releases. But there's something else you're going to be speaking about. I don't know if it's going to form part of any keynote that you might be involved in, but this is the Alpine Eagle Foundation. Do you want to give us a bit of background to this and just what's about to happen, or it may already have happened? Well, what we have uh, announced at the very beginning of the launch of the watch, the Alpine Eagle watch, was that we were going to uh, get involved in a foundation and this Alpine Eagle Foundation, in which I'm also an active founder and member, tries to help and take care of uh, preservation of the Alps in general, but in particular, we supporting an, uh, an effort to introduce the Alpine Eagle, the animal, in, in the Alps again. And a very important, what happened recently is that the um, the people who are working on this project since years and they are they're on lake geneva by the way on the other side in in france they managed to introduce uh, two uh, eagles which were born in captivity back into the wild excellent and these two eagles are now circulating in the alps and and crazy enough i saw one of them when i was uh, skiing uh, near near Gestad, uh, two two weeks ago, and and they confirmed to me that actually one of them was over there because they carry um, um, how do you call it um, GPS tag device so they can be tracked. And the other one, by the way, went all the way to close to Munich. All right, okay. They fly large distances, which is is quite unbelievable. So we are very excited, of course, about this uh, these news because the idea is really to re-establish this uh, incredible animal in in its uh, original habitats, which are the the Alps. And um, we obviously, we have a close connection with the name of our watches. And, uh, but I'm very fond personally of, uh, of uh, mountains and uh, mountain activities, as long as they are sustainable. And I think um, it is very interesting to to help a project like that. It's a great project. I'm sure people can go onto the website for Chopard and read all about it. So we are a couple of days away from the big day, wandering in. How's yes. the planning going? Are you all organized? Have you packed? Well, our our stand, our booth is is standing. Good. It's uh, it's almost ready. Uh, I'm I will be there Monday morning to 
to check out uh, things. You'll go and look beforehand rather than just wait for it to be a surprise for yourself. Well, I, you know, I'd just like to make sure that <laughs> I don't have any surprises. Yeah, yeah. It took uh, more than six weeks to build it. Is that right? Wow. So it's a, it's a big, big project. And mm-hmm. um, and obviously, uh, the rest is, a, is uh, also uh, impressive when you think about we're looking at, you know, more than... 450 or so appointments on the on the business side and then even more appointments on the uh, communication side yeah absolutely so this year we'll be seeing uh, basically the whole world and and uh, last year we didn't see uh, as you know we didn't see any chinese partners and uh, clients now we'll see we'll see them again and we'll be welcoming the japanese again and so it will be a a great get together and i'm really looking forward to very excited yeah yeah i think it'll be good does the stand have a particular theme this year well this year it's all about cinema oh okay Papa loves cinema right good we will have a, a big um, a press event uh-huh. announcing that the fact that we are going to use only uh, recycled steel for all our for all the watches I'd mentioned before, by the way, uh, except the titanium one, of course. So we'll be rolling out this uh, recycled steel to all our collections. And um, as a, we'll be uh, inviting Julia Roberts to this event. And she will be our special guest. And uh, that will be on the Monday. That will or... be on Monday, Monday afternoon. Yes, Monday afternoon. Yes. Okay, I, I'll, I'll maybe clear my diary for that one then. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. I look forward to seeing that. So, are we expecting? Like, will there be all sorts of Julia Roberts movies in particular playing on the stand, um, or, or, or is it more movies in general? Not quite. But it's really the theme <laughs> is movies. You know that we are very active uh, active partners since many years of the Cannes Film Festival. Yes, yes, of course. And and of course, uh, the, there's there's the connection to uh, mm-hmm. yeah, good to uh, cinema, Chopin um, uh, cinema. Excellent. Well, all the best for that. I am sure your stand will be particularly busy on that Monday afternoon if that's what's happening. Yeah. So if you're listening to this first thing Monday morning, okay, you know, get yourself get yourselves over to Chopin this afternoon. Uh, for for a, a, a particular treat with some Hollywood A-listers visiting. So yeah, thank you, uh, Kerfriedrich, for coming on and I hope you have a great show and you don't overdo it too much. Pace yourself, that's what I would say to thank everybody. Thank you, thank you it's very much. It's going to be much. extra busy. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Thank very you. nice to meet your acquaintance. Thank you, goodbye. All the best, bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to this interview. Please subscribe to the Spending Time channel and subscribe to a blog to watch weekly for all our weekly news and reviews content from the gang at A Blog to Watch. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.